I have some exciting news. What news? You are fake news. Well, that's good news. Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Lies. Overnight news. Uh, just on that teen crime that we're going to speak to Mally about a little bit later, a teenager was charged the other day with the stabbing of a 12-year-old boy in the park on, I think it was Sunday afternoon. Come out again. That teenager that did the stabbing was on bail during the attack. How many times do we hear this? Mm. And it mm. continues to happen. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, it's uh, definitely worth talking about because every other state in Australia is getting worse, including especially Victoria and Queensland, and we're heading in the same direction. So so the Queenslanders are meeting as we speak, Roo, uh, and Liza, and what they're talking about is ankle bracelets for all of these kids. So if they are out on bail or they're, they're just going to track so them they and see where they are. Yep. So, I don't know, one question Might for the part premier, of the problem. Yeah, would we consider that or yeah, what sort of measures are we willing to put in mm. place? Yep. Trump and Biden, uh, we know what's happening over in America. 86% of Americans think that Joe Biden is too old to do another term as president. He's 81. 81. Yep. Hmm. And 62% think that Donald Trump at the age of 77 is too old to go again. So you've got... Much higher than 50% for both They're of them. Elderly men. Well, they he's been questioned about his memory, Joe, a couple of times, yeah, he's hasn't he? he's had some serious gaffes. Yeah. Something the special counsel said in his report is that, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president. I put this country back on its feet. My memory is fine. All right, here's, here's one of his great gaffes. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. I know I'm the most pro-union, you know, anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> Jackie, he was talking about, was actually dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. she'd actually passed away. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't there for a reason. Oh, yeah. So he's had a couple of gaffes along the way, but he's not, look, he's not alone there. But uh... Trump's 77, he's 81. There's something seriously wrong with their system that people that it's only people who are billionaires who can yeah who, by who the time run. they can run yeah. they're literally geriatric. I mean we don't even if if Joe Biden was driving around in the inner city someone would tell the police to watch his car. <laughs> yeah, we don't would, trust people to drive at that age, let alone yeah. run a country. Yeah, you're it's right. insane. Don't be rude. No, I'm sorry. Exactly I'm not right. trying to be ageist. I just think that that is. No, you're right. You yeah. are right. It's no good. Yeah. Hey, uh, what our kids can eat at schools now? How much power should uh, principals and teachers have mm, over our kids' mm, lunchboxes? We're yeah. told now, uh, it's front page of the paper, but uh, I read yesterday uh, schools are ruling out. I think it's in WA, but this is where it's starting. Uh, you can't have a ham and cheese toasty. Yeah. And now you can't have fairy red, bread. They're in the red zone. Yeah, the red zone. Rue, mm. you send six kids off to school with their lunches. Oh, I've had a few arguments with my wife about the lunch boxes, Dits. In uh, what way? Don't like chips in there and things like that. Yeah. Um, but that's your right as a parent. I don't mind if you say. Sarah, yeah, she does it. She packs them. She said, well, you, you try and come up with enough things to put in mm. the lunchboxes. But when, but when the school teacher starts looking into your lunchbox and saying to a kid, no, 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 you're not eating that, should they have that power? It's really tough because the childhood obesity is just on the rise and you don't want to set children up for a life of diabetes and bad habits with food. But it's also really tricky for parents um, to come up with nutritious meals every day. And yeah. they're both probably both parents are working incredibly and affordability. busy. Affordability, the cost of living, fresh food is not as cheap as it used to be. 
it's a lot to ask of people and then teachers start getting involved. It's very complicated. And so. you've got some kids who exercise more than others that can probably afford to have a, yep. a couple of treats and then you've got ones that exercise not at all or that some probably kids, shouldn't yeah. be eating anything bad. You know, bad metab- like slow metabolisms. You don't, you know, you've mm. got a lot of puppy fat and that's just mm. the way their bodies are at that age and they'll probably stretch out of it. But it's, yeah, it is, it is really complicated. Yeah, uh, I think they should have some say, but how far? I don't know. Maybe mm. you can advise, but. Not sure how ruthless you can be. Yeah. Mm. Now, I didn't get to see any of the Super Bowl yesterday, as we talked about earlier, but apparently some of the ads were very, very good. We mentioned about a week ago that the Beckhams were going to appear in an ad. Here it is. So David and I are going to be in a little commercial. Be honest. I am. honest. (sighs) Okay. It's a big commercial. Tell them what it's during. David, I'm trying. tell them what it's during. Okay, it's during the big baseball game. Super. Big baseball game. Oh, was it the hockey ball? Hockey, hockey ball. Oh, and tell them about Jessica Aniston. <gasps> Jessica Aniston is going to be in it too. Thank you. And on it went. Did, so, did you see any of this? Yeah, it not? was good. It was. It wasn't my favourite ad. I mean, I love Jennifer Aniston, so mm. I was happy to see. Wasn't her. there something about they forgot the name of the Spice so, Girls? Or? So, what it was was that. Every time you ordered Uber Eats, you forgot something big about your life. I actually don't really understand the premise of the ad, but <laughs> they forgot the Spice Girls' name. Jennifer forgot Ross from Friends. It was quite oh, funny. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was good. It was good. They all got paid like $5 million. So you didn't watch the Super Bowl, but you watched halftime ads. Uh, they came up in my news feed. Like, right. I, I, I saw one with um, uh, uh, J-Lo. That was good. The Dunkin' Donuts one with yeah, Ben Affleck. He right. was in a tracksuit rapping. The things that they must pay them extortionate <laughs> amounts of money to get these people. Like he's an Oscar winner yeah. and he's in there with like gold chains rapping about Dunkin' Donuts. Right. It was deeply embarrassing. So, yeah, yeah they must have paid him a lot of money. Yeah. But that, or was that, it $10 million for 30 seconds? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, you want to sell some donuts? Yeah, that's right. I'm sure it will. <laughs> For all your steel supplies, it has to be Centurion Steel. Centurion.com.au G'day, it's Tex Walker from the Crows. Come on. Let's talk about Tex. Hello, Pest. I mean, Tex, how are you? I oh. beg your pardon. Oh, well, anyway, oh. how, how are you? Do I have to pep up a little bit so you don't fall asleep on me, Loz? Yeah, sorry about that. Oh. Now, what? if you just tuned in, uh, there was a clip of us on the news <laughs> and Tex is talking and I am zoned out. Mm. Like, my eyes are completely... Glazed over. I was listening. You were talking about people who'd improved over the, you know, training. Yeah. I don't know. Just you're hypnotic, mate. That's what happens. Hypnotic. <laughs> like this when I tell me joke, you give yeah. me nothing. Mm. No, I just pretend. I do like your jokes. I don't really have a joke today. I've got a bit of a um, problem that I need you to don't make excuses. Solve. Don't make excuses. Well, that's a bit of a. I don't know what they're called. But I've got, a riddle. Yeah. Bit of anyway, a riddle. Yeah. Mm. Bit of footy. Now off to Port Lincoln. <laughs> Yeah, on Thursday we'll go over there. So um, how many days over there? We got two days over there. It's it's our community camp, which we haven't been able to do since COVID for what's that? Probably three or four years now. Well, so they're so. great. The great community initiatives. The, the communities yeah. absolutely love it. You touch everyone from primary schools to nursing homes, <laughs> hospitals, everything. They're awesome initiative. Yeah, they're, they're, it's really good. I, I actually spoke to Stiffy last week. Stiffy Johncock. Asked me to bring some spare footy stuff over that, that we'll head out to Mallee Park <laughs> on. Stiffy Johncock. Thursday afternoon. So, God. No, nah, it's going to be good. I, I love community camp. I've been a country boy. I know what, how much it means to the communities um, in little towns like that. So yeah. I didn't know that Portling was supposed to be Adelaide yeah. when yeah. it was established. How good would that it, have been? Never, I just didn't have enough water. Yeah, I didn't really? Know that. Is that yeah. it? I thought yeah. it was too windy. No, that was Victor Harbour. 
Yeah. <laughs> Someone told me that too. Good fun fact. Am I wrong or? No, I don't know. Did you know that, Dits? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, thanks for that. Yeah. Beautiful spot. A uh, couple of players uh, on the track yesterday. Darcy Fogarty jogging laps. Is he okay? Yeah, he just had a sore um, quad from last week, so yep. he's just on a light duty for a week. And Rory time. back at training? Yes. Yeah, he's having his first little run around today, so... Yep. Um, he's going really well. It's tracking nicely, so uh, it just yep. takes a bit of time for the for the gas bubble in his eye to mm. yeah. how crazy to is diminish. that? Yeah. Oh, he explained all about that last week. He coming in now. Last week you gave us some gold. You said this year's draft picks by the Crows might be the best uh, year that we've had for a while. That got a bit of coverage. Now this week in Port Lincoln, what what are we going to see from some players? Any players in different positions? Anyone that uh, the uh, Crows supporters should get excited about anything else? Ooh, I don't know. I don't or know. Just how more that... of the same. No, nah, probably quite quite straightforward. Yeah, I would have thought. But, okay. Um, is it true Justin Reid rang the club and asked for a pay rise <laughs> last week? <laughs> <or not? laughs> I think he knows that uh, he's got to uh, get a few more results before that yeah. happens. Uh, text. Um, <laughs> yes. he, he's one good sneeze away from losing all of his feathers, isn't he? He's going that ball. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. It's all you the stress of looking that. after blokes like you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, you're asking for a pay rise. If you're thinking about asking for a pay rise every year. If the pollen counts high, I'll see him, I'd stay inside. Oh, <laughs> oh, please. Gee whiz. Who's oh. writing your gear, Tech? That's yeah, good. Yeah. You like that? Right? Yeah, it's good. Which uh, <laughs> oval do you train at in Lincoln, do you know? The main one. Centenary. Uh, Centenary. Yeah, right Centenary. in the middle there. Good oval. Yeah, yeah, it is. Very good. Very nice oval. So I played some AFL games there before. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon we played a pre-season game yeah. against Kangaroos probably yep. six, seven years ago. Yeah, I think maybe. Port and Richmond played there one day. <laughs> um, I played there and that's when I come off the oval and realised I lost $10 million on a horse that we did. <laughs> oh, was that that day? Won the, won the blue diamond. I thought someone had died. <laughs> Barry Downs came over put my arm around me. I thought, shit, what's happened to you? He goes, you know that horse you tried to buy? Yeah. Just won the blue diamond. Oh, oh no! So what did you back it? No, no. We we you went to buy it. We pulled out. We we're just too conservative. We had, um, you know, we were trying to be do the right thing. We didn't buy it. And the thing we bought, we sold for ten thousand, and that horse went on and was worth <laughs> ten million. Oh no! Speaking of horses, have you had Titus O'Reilly and Mick Malloy's um, podcast about fine cotton? No the horse. Good listen. All right. We very good listen. That. We All speak right. to good Titus tip. and Mick. I listen to their podcast from time to time. What? I very, can't remember what it's good. called, but it's, they talk it's about very this funny. horse yeah. that got set up. and Yeah. Yeah, they spray ponies it. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and old personality. Is that what it was what, called? Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. And they spray painted it and yeah. raced it as yeah. fine cotton. Yeah. And then didn't the paint start dripping yeah. off yeah. after that? Yeah. <laughs> Once the, the horse started to sweat, it all started. Hair dye started dripping out, the paint dripped off. Backed it from three into sevens. Yeah. Texan, how are the Irish boys going down at the Crows? Oh. I'm enjoying this Irish invasion. I they, think it's fantastic. Yeah, they've certainly invaded our club. They're keen <laughs> bloody hell. No, they're going well. Carl, um, Carl Gallagher? Yeah, yeah, Carl Gallagher. He was awesome in our three quarters of match or three thirds of match him on Friday. Um, what position does he play for the listeners? Played halfback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just seemed to be wherever the ball was. So he's picking the game up quite well. And Keeney's going really well. But He's awesome. He's just a pest. Yeah, is he? Oh, oh, my God. And he got stitched up yesterday. And he's, he always rings me and blames me for it. So he found some uh, finagging on the inside of his um, panties. So. <laughs> so what? Finagging. So What's that's finagin? like DP, isn't like it? Like DP. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, no. How would that have got there? That's yeah. unlucky. 
don't know. On his pantaloons. Um, yeah, so he was a bit... Well, did he put them on? He was, running, it? he was running around like yeah. Was he singing <laughs> Ring of Fire after that? Oh. He was, oh. They were red. Holy. So, I don't no. know why he would have rang you after that. No. I don't have no. any idea. Oh, I, see, I don't have time for that stuff no. anymore. No. So You're growing up now, don't you? I suppose what goes around comes around bits. Mm. I would have eyes in the back of my head if I was mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Someone yeah. saw you singing at Blink 182 oh, on uh, Sunday night. They were unbelievable, Rue. So it was like a, they were better live than they were. That's a good so sign of a really? good band. Oh, no. Carry me home. You've accidentally harmonised with that. I don't know if you realise. <laughs> yeah, good. It's just a total coincidence. Yeah. It sounded nice. Um, um, who'd you go with? Sloney and a couple of... So I went with uh, Crouchy, Sloney and the jukebox keys. Oh, wow. He, he had... We were sitting in a box and he had the whole box staring at him because he knew every word. To every Is song, that right? every, oh. <laughs> that's on brand. He's a walking like jukebox, really. Oh my god, it every was word, even like the B sides. Yep, really. <laughs> yep. Jeez. Okay. Because everyone like <laughs> all the old school songs, everyone knew, and then they yeah. had a few new ones in the middle, and he knew Keezy's the new one. Hand in the air, sing every song. <laughs> and the whole box was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's happening with the kids, Texan? Oh, not much, not much. I had to take him to the bar. Well, I didn't have to, but it was for Louis's birthday a few weeks ago. Um, and Ellie's dad was supposed to come, couldn't yep. come. So Hugo took his little camera and um, wanted to take some photos for, for RB to show him. And H- RB's, how old the, is he? RB's the grandpa. RB's uh, papu, yeah. yeah. And so this is a 36ers game. 36ers game. It was about a month ago for Louis's birthday. How and old's Louis? Louis turned three. Okay. So he was sitting there and taking, he was taking photos. But what he, what he wanted to show Ellie the next day. So I got up, showed Ellie, and Ellie looked at me and goes, did you go to the basketball? I was like, yeah, why? He said, because Hugo just took photos of the dancers the whole time. <laughs> 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 Nothing of the basketball. All it was was the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So he was pretty happy to show RB. As his father's son. Oh, no. oh that's good. RB oh, is perfect. Yeah, yeah, very funny. you got to watch kids with phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, tell us your joke. Tex, you had a great one to kick off the uh, season last year. Can you go back to back? Well, it's a bit of a riddle for you, Dits. Okay. All right, yeah. you got to listen. All right. What has four letters, mm. sometimes has nine letters, always has six letters, never has five letters. No idea. The alphabet? I uh, don't know. Do you want me to say it again? Yeah. What has four letters, sometimes has oh, nine I letters, I know. always has six letters, oh, come never on. has five letters? Yeah. No, no idea. No idea. I'll okay. leave it to you. I want you to try and work it out. Ooh. Come on, you can get it. Jeez, I like that. I knew Loz would Does get anyone it. What else? is it, Loz? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So what? W-H-A-T has four letters. Never. N-E-V-E-R. He's just saying the number of letters well in the done. words. Too good. Mm. Too good for me. I wish you left it all day. No! Did you, you just work that out? Like you said the 1% no, of the no, truth. I just worked it out. Congratulations. Yeah, well done. Thank Too good. you. Thank you. I'm a genius. You're like a smart person we know. <laughs> Good luck in Port Lincoln. Through Dits, Loz and Tax Walker. All thanks to Centurion Steel. Triple M. 
Boom! Love is in the air. Do you struggle saying, I love you? Are we lovers? Well, Loz, our resident love guru, is here to help with Loz's love language. You want to be my Valentine? Thanks to Mount Lofty House. Spoil your loved one with a forever and always package this Valentine's Day. Visit mountloftyhouse.com.au. Yeah, it's pretty simple. All you have to do is head to triplem.com.au. Tell us why you and your partner deserve the ultimate date night. We want to send you off to Mount Lofty House with a $200 voucher. <laughs> why not? That's right. All you have to do is come in like Jasmine has, mm. and uh, play a little prank on your partner. So, good morning, Jasmine. Good morning. Thanks for being with us. Now, what's your partner's name? Scott. Scott. How long uh, have you two yeah. been together? Uh, we're coming up to three years. Okay. Three years? Beautiful. All right. When now, did you get engaged? Uh, last year in July. Okay. Do you talk a little bit of love language around the house normally? Yeah. Or? Oh, Scotty definitely does. He's does a bit he? of a softie. So, uh, <laughs> to get it out of me, he uh, he's okay. more of the affectionate What one. about you, though? Do you usually drop... Some funny names, or is this going to stand yeah. out a bit? Every today? now and then, but yeah. What are some normal then. ones that you would normally drop? Hottie Scotty, Shagger. <laughs> Shagger. Shagger. Okay. I like that. Big S, but I won't keep going. Okay, <laughs> all right. Hottie Scotty. So the quest today um, is to call him up. He won't know what's going on. And you're going to have to drop as many of these love language pet names into the chat as you can. They're each worth a different amount, up to 200 bucks. So we've got Hottie Scotty's $5 because that's your normal one. Shagger's 10 because, again, that's an, another one you use. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy, we've put it 20 $50 for Cutie Patootie. Hundred bucks for honey nuts. What? Mm. And if, honey nuts. And if honey you nuts. can get the phrase, you know how to butter my muffin in, oh, then oh, that is an instant win. Instant win. Now yeah. I say this to everyone: I wouldn't start with the, mutter, the buttering of the muffin just because that might clue them in. Because if he picks up that something's wrong, the money stops where you've hit. Okay, got it. Yeah. No, let's get him. What on does the he blower, do? Eh? Uh, he works for a council. All right. All right. Let's give him a ring. Yeah, sounds good. Oh. Hey. Hey, hey Big hey, Daddy. You, <laughs> you having a good day? Uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Hey, I just got off the phone to Matt, our celebrant. Yeah. Um, so I've uh, organised a time for us to go catch up with him. I told him I'm definitely yeah. bringing along my honey nuts. Your honey nuts. Your honey nuts. My honey nuts. That's you, baby. I'm your honey nuts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we've got to catch up with him. Out. No, you know. Come on, schnookums. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll go catch up with him next week, so I've locked all of that in. And I've got some other yep. really good news for my cutie patootie. So, you know, I had that really good business idea. Yeah. Well, I've had a chat with someone. I reckon I can make it work. Yeah. Yeah? You know how to butter my muffin, baby. What? I've had a really okay. bloody good morning. Good. Good. Yeah. And you spent, what, some time on Google looking up names, did you? <laughs> Oh. Scotty, it's Rogue Bits and Loz here from Triple M. <laughs> You've just been part of Loz's love language and you won a $200 voucher to Mount Lofty House. <laughs> Honey nuts. <laughs> Cutie patootie. Shagger. Yeah. You know how to butter a muffin. You know how to butter my muffin, baby. Come on, big daddy. <laughs> yeah. You just used a hottie Scotty. Yeah. What are you doing at the moment, Scotty? I just finished cutting some concrete up, so... Well, right, you've just yes. won a $200 voucher yeah. to Mount Lofty yeah, House. Yeah, you can go yeah, and sit at the... the other day. That's great. Well done. Yeah. Oh, we can go awesome. into the restaurant there, which is yeah. brilliant. You can go and have a spa. Yeah. You can have yeah. a massage. Yeah. You can do... You'll love it. ...whatever you want. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So when are, you, when are you getting married? In April. Oh, good idea. Well, good yeah. last not far away. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's exciting. And now you can finally take me on that date. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, we're taking a lot of 
lots of dates. You just now. Don't take their dates. <laughs> so, all right, hotty Scotty. Congratulations, <laughs> mate. All right. No worries. Thank you very much, everybody. See you, well Big done. Daddy. See ya. Hotty Scotty. See ya, Honey Nuts. <laughs> well done, well done. Jasper. You nailed it. Well done. Front page of the paper, page four and five of the advertiser today is all about kids' food in school canteens and what can go in lunch boxes. The Education Department of South Australia has cracked down and chucked several foods into what they're calling the red zone, which is the no-go zone. There's an amber one for sometimes, and there's green zones for what you should be putting in. In WA, they've banned ham and cheese toasties in lunch boxes. They're talking about fairy bread and other things here. That's tough. This must be... I'm at radio all morning, so I never have to deal with this, but I have robust discussions with my wife about what should go in lunch boxes. And she says, you try and make them all happy and you try and get them all mm. uh, happy and eating uh, food. Can uh, I ask you a question, Rue? If, if there's something really good in the lunch box, do you think, do they deserve a treat as well? Or does it all have to just be 100% healthy? No, I think there's... Oh, yeah, in my world, I think there, absolutely there's always a, you know a room for a, a small treat, bit of balance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depends, you know, what people call treats and all that is you know remains to be seen. But yeah, the education department feeling like they need to crack down. There's, mm. We've seen all the numbers about childhood obesity and all of that uh, at the moment, and where that's heading. Loz, is it is it their call? Or is it parents' call? The teachers. Well, I mean, ultimately, it should be the parents, shouldn't it? Making decisions about what goes in the kids' lunchbox. I think it it's just gotten to the point now where there's such a crisis with, with childhood obesity that the government feel like they have to infringe upon those rights. So I do find it a little bit um, 1984, like, you know, poking around in kids' food and yeah. stuff like that. But what what's the alternative? I mean, and it's not just the parents making bad choices. It's the fact that the, the health star rating system is just, in my opinion, bull dust. Well, most parents don't know what good food is because they read the packets and they haven't They're got all day to. to look at it. You have to be a nutritionist to understand half the boxes, you know, muesli bars or cereals or I is swear, white bread, brown bread. It's People purposely misleading as well. They, they go out of their way to make things complicated so that people don't understand sugar grams and all of that stuff. Yep. Like it, it's literally like the periodic table on mm. the back. And then on the front, on food you know in your heart is rubbish for you. Yep. It was a three-star health rating because yep. it for some reason ticks Protein a certain box. And, and to me that's just absolute rubbish. So parents are just, both of them working, trying to – Please, their children. Everyone's got a different palate. They don't like this. He doesn't eat that. So they go to the shops. They think they're doing the right thing. And then the teacher calls up and goes, you can't yeah. give your kids that. You're a bad parent. You know, it's mm. just impossible. Yeah. And then I feel for the teachers as well because they don't really want to be doing that. Okay. That's not that's what they not want to what be they doing. signed up for. No. Um, one triple three five three. Mums and dads and teachers and principals and people that work at the education department, people that work in canines. Give us a call on this. It must be so hard for parents to get this right mm. every day. Yeah. Um, and then you've got some kids who exercise more than others that probably can afford to have yeah. a few more treats. And That's right. There's yeah. so many different rules here that come into play and, and things to think about. Um, give us a call and let off some steam mums and dads who are packing lunch boxes or uh, for your kids at school. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a touchy subject. It's a frustrating subject. It's difficult being parents and trying to get kids organised, get them healthy food, get them to school, forget or remember everything they got to do with sport and clothes and homework and food and keep the education department happy. Uh, we're taking calls now. Uh, let's head to West Croydon. Andrew, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, g'day, guys. Um, my thoughts are... If you go into a supermarket chain or any uh, any retail outlet, the first thing that you see in your head is either chips, coke, chocolate, mm-hmm. all on front end displays. So if the government and the education department wants to tackle it, they need to start by actually giving the things in front of parents uh, at supermarkets a healthy choice. Because healthy products are twice to three times as more expensive than, uh, than junk food. Yep. Uh, and it, with, with dual income families both working, it makes it almost impossible for someone to feed their kids at an affordable price. Yeah. You know, having said that, at home, you've got total control because you've got more planned shopping. But for that type of lunch, it makes it very difficult for the parents to make it completely healthy, I believe. Yep. Mm. yep. If you're on, Andrew. Buy it when you're in the supermarket and you take it on, you'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackie yeah. from Black Forest says, parents aren't meant to be perfect. Nah. It's a learning curve. Oh, of course it is. I yeah. agree. Bloody hell. I agree. Yeah. Let's go to Renella. Steph, what do you think about this? Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, so I'm actually a local, a local nutritionist okay. um, and um, I've been working with a high school for the past four years to teach kids about nutrition. How good. Um, and just before the start of the school year this year, I sent out a proposal to 70 public high schools so that I can go into local high schools and teach kids and teachers about proper nutrition. Yep. Um because there's just such a lack of education and so many parents that I speak to just have no idea where to start. Yep. Um, and they feel a lot of that burden falls on them, which it does. Um, and there's not a lot of education in schools about, you know, what's right or wrong. So, um, yeah, we, we need to start like with the parents, with the kids, with all of the teachers to try and, make it simple mm-hmm. um, so that we can get all of these statistics down because future generations just at this point, they've just got no chance. Steph, haven't some schools introduced a subject like nutrition? Aren't kids actually learning? Surely it's part of PE. Um, so for private schools, um, nutrition is generally now a subject that's offered. Yep. But for public schools, um, it's it's a very small part of their curriculum. Okay. Um, they focus more on the movement and a very small amount about um, well-being and food, but nothing like what I would teach um, as a nutritionist having mm. the background that I do. All right. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Steph. Mm. Oh, I just, I just really, yeah. really quickly wanted to ask Steph how she felt about uh, schools looking into lunchboxes and, and, and sort of making executive decisions about what children should eat. Um, I, I can see both sides of the story. Um, like my, my son's just started kindy and we get um, emails saying that they're trying to uphold different standards. Mm. Um, so, you know, they're trying to um, follow their duty of care as mm-hmm. educators, but ultimately it starts with the parents and yep. giving them the right education so that then they can pass that education on to their children. Good Thank on you, Steph. Steph. Thanks for calling in. Now, an anonymous texter who runs five school canteens so is saying since these rules came in, it has killed canteen sales. Sales are down 50%. Kids just cross the road now, go to the deli and buy crap. Yeah. Yeah, well, they shouldn't be allowed to go across the road. Mm.
That's yeah. what we used to do in high school. Mm. They, yeah. they tried to make our canteens healthy and I got a job at Foodland so I could pay for my <laughs> Snickers habit. I'm not even joking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, Carlos at Mount Barker. <laughs> Carlos, what would you like to say? How are you doing? Um, so I manage a boarding house um, kitchen and, I, I mean, I agree with the, with the last caller regarding education. So, so we've, had, we've had push from the teachers to push the healthy food on the kids and we've found that what works better for us is a balance of both mm-hmm. uh, and educating the kids rather than saying, no, you've got to eat carrot sticks and dip. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that's, that's completely dropped the morale within the boarding house. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's just, but you know, what, what, what we found is just doing a balance of both and actually educating the kids going, look, you can have a cookie, absolutely yeah. fine, but also have this and this and yes, this, you know, exactly. it's all there for you. Well, Give me more carrot sticks, There's all please. sorts of science about if you deprive someone of something, they're mm. going to react, yeah. you know, in opposition to that and binge and create bad habits with like restriction and binging. So I suppose if you teach them how to manage that and they're allowed to treat when it's when it's acceptable, then you're going to get less of that too. Mm. Well, it's a tricky one. It's been happening for a long time and I don't think it's going away too quickly. But if the schools and the canteens and the education department don't do anything about it, it's going to continue to head the same way it's heading. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Should we send Steph off to the blue yeah, again? Yeah, let's do it, Steph. Steph, the nutritionist. Yeah, right. well done. The last time we spoke to Pete Hellier, he'd just been kicked out of the celebrity jungle and didn't have glowing reviews about the camp food. The most flavoursome meal I had in the last month was pig anus with some yes. chilli. <laughs> um, it was, it was Please make welcome... Pete Hellier! Pete Hellier. Here for the Fringe this weekend. In fact, Friday, Saturday, Sunday only. And oh. it says Pete Hellier gives zero flips. Pete, good morning. <laughs> Morning, legends. How are we? John, you've gone all hard nut on us. Hey, what's happened? It's a pretty full-on image, isn't it? It's uh, me with the mohawk and yeah. it's just... Tattoos. Yeah, it's funny, actually. Taboos, a face tat, it's um, the neck tats. I sent that photo when we were like, shooting the photo, the, 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 doing the photo shoot to my wife to give her a yeah, little... have a bit of a laugh. And she kind of said to me, she replied saying, are, 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 are you intending it to be a bit gay? Like, what's... <laughs> You do kind of look like, you know, when you go into those, well, not, you know, when you go into those gay bars, I'm not sure whether you guys do, but there's sort of like a big burly bear type operator over in the corner, you know, the big daddy bear. That's kind of what you're giving off a little bit. It does feel like that little, that, that 80s, 90s stereotype of that yeah. kind of thing. I know, I, I, but it's not what I was going for. I was going for genuinely tough. I, I think the post is closer to that than maybe the photos I sent. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't matter. It, 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 it's done now and it's out there. <laughs> Tell us about the show, Pete. Yeah, it's my, um, I talk about you know, my having a new attitude, you know, um, where I give zero flips. I, I say a different word that you can probably guess in, in the actual <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Tommy Little's actually taken all these swear words on, um, you know, so um, in, in, in publication. So I, I, I went with flips. Um, and, How much um, more does that guy need, honestly? I know, I know. Um, he's living his best life. Um, <laughs> yes, I, it's just a new philosophy I have where I give you know zero flips, and I, you know, I've been, I've been living that. It's quite a freeing kind of thing to to do to kind of you know care a little bit less. And um, you know, I've been doing some pretty crazy, crazy stuff. Like um, you know, I went I went to Coles last week, and um, I, but I took a, a Woolies bag. Oh, you know, and, um, yeah, nice. yeah, I know. And the staff are looking at me going, who is this cowboy? Who is this guy? And they can't do anything about it, though. They can't. Following you over the years, I wouldn't have thought you were a super uptight, neurotic sort of 
lad. So how much more relaxed can Peter Hellier get? It's a fair point that I haven't considered, actually, Loz. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're right. This would actually probably have more, more punch if I if I actually was a bit more uh, of, of a yeah yeah a bit more uptight over the years. Yeah, it's a very good point. Sorry, I'm I didn't only mean to uh, pull, the, pull the thread on your <laughs> okay. entire show, there, Pete. Sorry. I'm changing. I'm changing the show. There'll be, there'll be a new poster by the time I come out. A new title by the time I come to Adelaide on Friday. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this new attitude you, you has nothing. You agreed to one interview. <laughs> <laughs> this new attitude has nothing to do with the fact you're turning fifty, Pete, or when next year turning fifty, uh, Rue. And I reckon you know you're getting older. By the amount of underwear you pack when you go away. Oh. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be a one day equals one pair of underwear. Yeah. What and are you now, doing now? It's stretched to it's stretched to two or three a day now. Oh, you're chucking a couple extras in just in case. Yeah, just in case. Once you start, those three words, those three words were just in case. Yeah. I needed them on the weekend. Just gone. Oh, Pete. Oh, oh. You don't that. know what you've said. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. The only the only other three words. That are more depressing than just in case uh, buses replacing trains. That's the only more. That's the only more depressing term. Ah, oh, well, we look forward to a great weekend this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Pete Hellier gives zero flips. Yeah, get your tickets now at adelaidefringe.com.au. Thanks, Pete. Triple M Breakfast with Blue Dits and Lies. What a goal! Overnight Sports. Port Adelaide head to the Flurio today. Uh, the entire squad hits the road for this year's community camp, so they'll be working hard. I think they're spending time at Encounter Bay Footy Club Beautiful. Uh, this mm. afternoon, which is great. Uh, new skipper Connor Rosie has talked about his job ahead as captain. Probably a lot more meetings about other people rather than just my own personal um, game, which has been a bit of an, an adjustment in pulling people up when they need to be pulled up and a few uncomfortable uh, conversations. Yeah, I think it's learning to delegate things to other people, trying not to take everything on to my own two shoulders. And I mean, that's the reason why we've got this leadership group around me. 24, he's the league's youngest captain. Rue, when you made the transition of being captain, how did it change your game? Uh, look, there is a lot, definitely a lot more pressure and a lot more responsibility. And um, yeah, it takes a while to get used to it. I, I was ca- vice captain on that for four years before it, so I had a bit of a transition period. And Connor's got Travis Boak there to help him. Yeah. So Travis yeah. Boak need, will need to play a really serious role Holly there. Holly Wines, perhaps. Um, yeah. What kind of uncomfortable conversations? Like, what responsibility does the... Depends how high a standard you want to set, I guess, if you want to set the highest standards possible, you pick up everything that's below that, which can be, you know, everything that's not done to the standard required to win a premiership. If you if you accept it, well, then you're dropping your standards. If mm. you want to lift it and raise it, then you've got to pick it so all up. in terms of going up to a player and sort of noticing that they're not, you know, meeting a certain standard, who decides whether that's the coach or whether that's the captain who goes and talks to them? Bit or... of a combination. Mm. You usually have a leadership meeting every week and if you think someone's right, not going okay. about their business properly, it and might be better for of, Ditch yeah. to go and see him because he's better mates or it might be better for you to go and see him because he likes it a certain way. So you mm-hmm. just adjust and share responsibility and, and work it out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Rory Sloan back on deck. A light training session at Westlake yesterday uh, Yesterday, after that surgery on his eye. Assistant coach Jack Holmes says his presence is very important. 
We know how positive Sloaney is and how important he is to the group. It's great to have him back around the club and I think the plan is in sort of this week, the next few days, to sort of get him moving a bit and doing some exercise, but um, he's infectious. He comes in with such good energy, so it's great to have him around the place again. Most positive bloke I've ever met. We've got Tex Walker coming on after 7 o'clock. I think the boys are heading to Port Lincoln shortly for their community camp and got a game over there on Friday. Darcy Fogarty jogged laps. He's not guaranteed to play in Friday's yeah, trial over there. Corky, I think. Yeah. The now, the oh. AFL's released some figures. Very uh, interesting. $27.7 million surplus, up $7 million on 2022. Yeah. Uh, the all-time attendance record was broken. Uh, 7.5 million fans rocked up the games. Uh, memberships at an all-time high. All the clubs total 1.2 million members. And that's uh, that 27 million dollar profit. That's with spending a lot more in AFLW. I think they spent 50 something million dollars wow. in AFLW, okay. and they pumped in another 40 million into uh, the Players Association. So there's some big numbers that's going into result, game yeah. development, every, yep. as well as a 27 million dollar profit. The game's in great shape. 19 players took home over a million dollars last year. The average wage at 447 thousand. Yeah. Uh, let's turn our attention to the Super Bowl that happened yesterday. Kansas City got up in overtime. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hartman jackpot. Kansas City. And this was the Andy Reid special. Now, Four Loz, seconds to go. Yeah. Tell us, uh, you caught up with uh, Kelsey and Taylor, and what what happened? Uh, uh... Well, look, I I was sort of I was sort of watching it through the updates on my phone. Yeah. So I was just checking the score, and then I saw that there was an incident with Travis Kelsey, who Kansas City Chiefs. Is he's not a cornerback? Is he? No, no. Tight end. Tight end. He's a tight end. And he was screaming at the coach. Something happened. He didn't like, mm. and he was literally standing next to the coach, screaming. Well, he was on the well. bench. Yeah, uh, he wanted. He said I should be out there. Mm. And honestly, it just blew my mind. Mm. I, I mean, we we have rules in AFL where you can't lift your arm a certain way to an umpire, let alone <laughs> like scream into. Bump I'm sure things go on behind yeah, scenes absolutely. that you don't mm. see, yeah. but on the field at the Super Bowl mm. with the cameras on. Yeah. Anyway, they asked him afterwards what he was talking mm. about. Mm. Oh, you guys saw you guys saw that. What was the conversation about? Was it were a few cameras? I mean, was it? Hey, I need the ball. I can help us win. What was that about? Uh, man, it was. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it between us unless my mic up tells the world. But uh, I was just telling them how much I love them. Yeah, I can tell you right now, if they lost, this would have been a big story, but I think there was just a bit of emotion Mm. and uh, all that. The Andy Reid special that they said was the uh, the, how they scored was the coach. So it was one of his plays. Oh, good. You know, Kelsey and them would have a very close, strong relationship. Yeah. It's a bit of a fairy tale, though. Like, Mm. Taylor flies in, they win it in four Uh, seconds left in overtime. It's bloody, yeah. It's a movie. movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Just waiting to happen. Didn't didn't she just sign up with Disney for $100 million or something? Oh, did she? It's a love story. It's coming. Yep. Three generations, one topic. Have you ever heard of the Generation Gap? On Triple M Breakfast. The Generation Gap. It's the Generation Gap. All right, everyone is represented here this morning. Gen Z, we've got the millennials, we've got uh, the grumpy old men as well. Franz is online. G'day, Franz. Hello, guys. How are you? And Emily and Sam, our sound man. Good morning. 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 All right, uh, Valentine's Day. What does it mean? To the different groups. Let's go to the grumpy old man first. Franz, Valentine's Day. Do you do anything? Uh, not a lot, mate. Um, <laughs> you make money. Rather watch, the, rather watch the Super Bowl, to be honest. Really? But, um, yeah, no, don't do a lot. Uh, don't really believe in it. Um, every day is Valentine's yeah, Day yeah. in my life, mate. Oh, so, 
Oh, what oh. about your pubs, friends? Surely you try and uh, oh, create an environment to get a few more customers. What well, one female told me if my um, partner ever took me to a hotel for a Valentine's Day, <laughs> exactly. So, um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, look, you get it. You get a couple. You get couples in. Um, yeah, I suppose from the hotel's perspective, it's a little bit of a boost on whatever day it falls on. Um, it's a couple's day. Uh, means I think more to the female than the male, but that's just uh, my skew on it all. But, Did you uh, do no, something not... when you were younger? Were you romantic back then? Oh, when I was trying my guts out, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> so right. now that you've won the prize, you just don't do mm. anything to maintain that, you know? Well, they get birthdays, they get anniversaries, don't they? They get um Yeah, Christmas. so do you. Yeah. Much more, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not complaining, am I? <laughs> all right. Sam the sound man. I agree a little bit with France. I've been married for... Um, oh. 10, 11, 12 years, actually. Yeah, I've lost yeah, count. Right. But oh, that's they get, they get the birthdays. They get mm. the Christmas. 10, yeah. 11, they get 12. The, they get the anniversary. Mm. They get Mother's Day. Right. How many days do they need? <laughs> oh, do you know what I mean? I'm just going to be shopping all year round. Yeah. We did actually go out for a Valentine's Day dinner early on in our relationship mm. down at Henley Beach. I thought, this is a great idea. And every table around us was a couple. So we're awkwardly looking around at all these awkward couples having romantic dinners. It's just a bit cheesy. Or you something. don't like it? Don't like it. Uh, all right. But I sh- should probably buy a present or something. Should. Right. Now, the I youngest should. in the room, Emily. Now, how long have you and your fella been together? Uh, two years. All right. So it's kind yeah. of new oh, still. Fresh. All right. Yeah. So what's going on in your world? Um, to be honest, we don't actually celebrate it. I'm oh. not, yeah, like, I would maybe say Happy Valentine's Day is a bit of a joke, but not really. Do you whinge after he doesn't do anything, though? No, like, it doesn't really bother me. I know some other couples my age definitely do celebrate it, mm. but interestingly, when I was single, like, we would have Galentine's Day, yeah. which is, like, Valentine's Day for the girls. Yeah. So you'd catch up and, like, I do a Galentine's Day with a Whinge about blokes and stuff. Yeah. No, it's no, just, it's just <laughs> nice to be together. I think when you're single... I think when you're single, people make a big deal out of Valentine's Day. Like, it's almost like they go, oh, Valentine's Day must be tough because, you see, you know, this sort of thing. So girls get together and hang out sometimes. Console each other. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, we just so have you've a changed it So you don't miss out. Yeah. Kind of. You yeah. know what? It's all, it's all rubbish, really, isn't it? So a bunch just of a sad sacks getting together and just, you know. Well, yeah. me. So does anyone celebrate this day? Absolutely. Some, yeah. Heaps of people do. Loz, will you get anything secret? Will you get some for, for anonymous? Valentine's yeah. Day. Oh, the text mm. line will go off on yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, if I get sent anything, I'll have to call the bomb squad, I think, to swap it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not anthrax. All right. Uh, yeah. The generations are into it. All right. Thanks, Franz. No, a pretty depressing when the uh, younger generation agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Galentine's Day. The best time for everything. Oh, the generation gap. 104.7 Triple M. Stay cool with an Automasters aircon service. Call 1300 Automasters. Hey, have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumor file's been on the money a few times. Oh, hey. Hey. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide first. Mm. The rumor mill. You can ring in on one triple three five three, or you can text on the o, on the Automasters text line oh four triple eight five one oh four seven, and you can be anonymous, just like this text that has been this morning. Uh, the anonymous text says, "A very well-known South Australian businessman has acquired an iconic cattle station in the Northern Territory that is more than one million acres." 
million acres. A million acres a million. is what it says. That's a lot of land, isn't it? Mm. That's obscene. But, but those stations are big up there in the middle of Australia. What's he doing with it? Well, I presume he's going to buy it and run it and produce cattle. Cattle? Yeah, it's a cattle it tends station. to be cattle all up through that way, yeah, doesn't it? Yep. That's where Gina Reiner, like the Kidman's Forest, once started. Uh, and... The mm-hmm. old fields, all the you know, big boys and girls are all right. Uh, yeah, so, so SA businessman. Let's wait and see if that drops. I might have out. narrowed it down to one or two. I don't yeah, know just... any businessmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just read them in the paper, Lozma. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see if it's true or not. It's on the Automasters text line. You can get involved cool. at any stage to win a thousand bucks cash. Yep, it's right, it's on Loz. Triple M. Rude, it's and Loz here on Triple M. Now, you remember Friday we had the lads in from KI, yeah. the, Buck, the Buck Show. They started, the here. they started here at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then they were heading up the river to Manham. Yep. And, Rue, as there was what, half a dozen of them, I think, in here. Rue, yeah. as they left, what did you ask the question? I just said, um, you know, they don't do too much to Bucks anymore, do they? And those times change. Yeah, things are pretty tame these days. Yeah. There was a hesitation from the crew. Yeah. They went, ah. Anyway, uh-uh. let's mm. catch up with Pete, the Buck, and just see how he got on. Pete, good morning. Are you in one piece? Morning. Uh, yeah, we're all together, just. Right. Now, uh, how did you get on? What did they do to you? Friday was tame enough until the sun went down. And right. I didn't see much of the moon coming up. Right. Uh, and I woke up to a beautiful sunrise on the front lawn. And then um, we headed off to the golf course for a few holes. I think they only got about five or six in until we all gave up. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it was off to the pub to watch Rue's donkey come second. Yeah, yeah. Right on the line. Right. Yeah. Best part was one of the boys uh, actually had a share in that horse. So we got down there all amped up. This is Rue's bet. And they're like, yeah, we own the horse. It's like, great, let's get all around it. Anyway, <laughs> oh, someone's going to no. come second. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Did you? Did they get stuck in there? I thought I saw you looking a bit like a chicken at one stage. Yeah, well, uh, Saturday afternoon it was either – Come and have a seat in this chair, or we're throwing you in the sewage pit. So I took the seat and, <laughs> right, yeah, 20 litres of molasses over me and a whole pillow later. No. Yeah. You were tired molasses? Molasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. What is it? It's like a real, uh, it's like sticky golden syrup, yeah. like the stickiest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they like what, put feathers all over you? Yeah, yeah. How, you How do you get that stuff off you? Uh, go and lay in the river for about an hour. Oh, <laughs> let, the, let the shrimps and the carp suck it off. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, anything else happen or was that it? Uh, no, nah, that was pretty well. It was just a big weekend yeah. overall. How's your mental yeah. state as we speak? Uh, yeah, we got yesterday, had yesterday off, so yeah. back had, to work this morning. Had the hens night weekend go? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, she enjoyed it. I was saying I'm never doing that again where she was more than happy to go out and do it again. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe a second, a second marriage, she can have another one. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, good oh, luck good with the wedding Pete. and great to have you in here and well done on uh, donating money to yeah. the uh, great uh, charity that you did to, to come nah, in. No, no worries. Thanks yeah, for having us on. It was an absolute hoot and boys loved it. Uh, oh, talking okay. about it all weekend. Uh, so. good. Oh, good. And it's just great, Rue, that people don't do stupid things anymore. No. Yeah. no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Good on Same you, Pete. Place. Well done, mate. Right up. We'll catch you. See ya. See ya, See ya Pete. Ya.